This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to start your journey to financial freedom in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. The holiday season is rapidly approaching. Today, I'll discuss some strategies and things to do so that your holiday season is less stressful. First, let's talk about it from a dispatch perspective. Every field employee who has children got a calendar at the beginning of the year with the days that the holiday plays are and vacations are and parent-teacher conferences and everything along those lines. I promise you they've all forgotten it. And the last thing a dispatcher wants to know is, oops, forgot to tell you. I need this afternoon off because I got to go watch my daughter's Christmas play or holiday play or whatever they're calling them these days. So dispatchers, please ask everybody and whoever's managing your install team too should ask everybody when they need off for their children's holiday events, when they need off for their spouse's holiday events. All right. So this solves a whole lot of things. It's, you know, it's basically a month, six weeks in advance. You know when everything is. So put it on the schedule now and you can schedule around it rather than having to scramble when I forgot to tell you. That's not a good idea. So that's number one for dispatchers. Number two, if people, if some of your team members want, you know, holiday season off or something along those lines, they should put in that request for vacation now. Um, many companies have policies whereby you have to have at least two weeks notice or a month notice or whatever else it is so that um, the vacations can be approved in advance. Again, put it on schedule. This way, there are no surprises. Now, if somebody wants off, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're going to be hanging around, <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, you want to know that too, and I'll tell you why. Oh, probably about 20 years ago, in the city of Tampa, the day after Christmas, the temperature hit 26 degrees. Yes, 26 degrees. And most of the customers had heat pump installations. So those of you who are listening to this probably know, oh my gosh, the, the systems went into defrost and there was smoke, quote unquote, coming out of the systems. Well, they got 200 phone calls in, in like an hour, at most two hours. And those who were in town, they begged and pleaded to come in. Yes, we explained it to the customer that the systems were just going into defrost, but many of their maintenance customers wanted them to come out and check the system anyway. So a normally peaceful time of year became absolutely crazy. A very similar thing happened last Christmas when it got really, 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 really cold in certain parts of the country, and it was the busiest week of the winter. So you never know when um, cold weather is going to strike. And that was not only for HVC, it was for plumbing because pipes froze and all the other fun things that happened as a result of it. So if um, people are asking for time off, find out whether they're going away or finding out whether they're going to be 
you know, in town or something like that in case something happens that is a, you know, weather event, so to speak. So those two things become very, very, very important. All right. <clears throat> it also saves a lot of trauma trying to reschedule things as emergencies arise. So that's what I would suggest with dispatchers, and that's what I would suggest with making sure that you know where everybody is and when they need time off for their holiday events. The reality is that nobody wants to see us around the holiday season unless there's a problem. Okay. They would rather spend their money on holiday gifts and going on vacation and all those sort of fun things. But, you know, if they get a frozen pipe or a burst pipe or a water heater that bursts or, you know, electrical outlets that go bye-bye, I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong. And a lot of times they have company coming and they don't want to be embarrassed by something not working properly in their homes. If they're smart, they're calling you in November before the holiday season happens. But if there's an emergency, you need to know that they do want to see you. Other than that, forget it. They don't want to see you. All right. <clears throat> One of my favorite things to do in the holidays is to get a group of contractors together and have what I call a, a needy family contest. You can call it whatever you want. Needy family doesn't sound really good. But a, a family who would really appreciate having things fixed in their homes. Let's put it that way. Um, this project does take some work, but the fruits of your labor are absolutely phenomenal. You'll feel proud of your employees and suppliers because everyone helps to contribute and helps a family that is in need and could not necessarily afford your services. Many times contractors get with some of the agencies that are in you know, in your area, and they will have a, a contest to recommend a person or a company, not a company, a person or a family that actually is in need. And <clears throat> there's a lot of PR around it, and your company can get a lot of PR that way. Although you're not doing it for the PR, you're doing it because it feels good. Um, it feels good to give back. And another thing that many contractors also do is they choose a an organization of some way, shape, or form, and they give that organization a credit on services up to a certain dollar amount. So the organization can give a needy family, you know, $100 or $200 or $300 credit. It's a tax donation for you, and the organization can decide who gets the credit. Um, and it's generally done a lot of times in very fancy, you know, calligraphy or, or whatever else, however you want to do it, that, you know, we're presenting you with $500 credit for our services for a needy family. And that might be the way that you do it. it there's many, many different ways to do it. Um, but it's actually a lot of fun and everybody has a tendency to get into it. You know, think about Habitat for Humanity. I mean, this is a micro version of Habitat for Humanity. When we get back from break, I'll give you some other things to do to get ready for the holidays. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Many times, relatives are recruited to do your company's books without knowing how to do the books. Or you hire a bookkeeper who really doesn't know bookkeeping. If this is you, then your books are probably inaccurate. You probably pay more taxes than you should, 
and you rarely look at a P&L and balance sheet because you know they are wrong. What do you do? Have your bookkeeper enroll in Ruth King's Contractor Bookkeeping Basics. After completing this online course, your bookkeeper will know bookkeeping. You'll get accurate financial statements that help you make good business financial decisions. To enroll, click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Enroll today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I talked about some of the things dispatchers should be doing prior to the holiday season and making sure they know which field employees have holiday programs and holiday commitments with their kids, as well as who is going to be on vacation and whether or not they're leaving the area or they can be called upon if something crazy happens with the weather like happened last year. And then we talked about getting a group of contractors together and having a needy family contest. You can do it that way. You can present an organization with the um, a coupon for X number of dollars of services and things like, like that. Here's, here's one that's kind of fun. And this doesn't have to be expensive either. So... What would happen if you gave all of your techs a small gift to give to customers who use your company's services between Thanksgiving and New Year's? Different way of looking at the world. Remember, most of these people have an expense that they didn't expect, number one. But number two is they didn't, they don't want to see you. They really and truly don't want to see you. So the reality is if you just, you know, thank you for, for being a customer of ours. We appreciate it. And here's a small token of our appreciation. If you go to places like For Imprint or something along those lines, they have thousands of ideas and thousands of gifts that you could give people. Um, you can fill a coffee mug with holiday candy or holiday cookies or or something like that and the service technicians carry them around and actually give them to the customers at the end of service calls you can do something bigger for the end of um, installation jobs or you know large projects and things along those lines my favorite one is a cookie jar bar none it's a cookie jar and Many, many, many years ago, I was working with a contractor in North Carolina, which was a big pottery center. And what they would do is they would have the customer's name stenciled on the front side of a cookie jar. And then when the job was finished, they would fill the cookie jar full of cookies. And inside the cover of the cookie jar was the company's name and contact information. So where does the cookie jar sit? On the counter in the kitchen. And where do people congregate during the holidays? In the kitchen. So people would go, oh, what a great looking cookie jar. And they go, oh, my plumbing company gave it to me. What? And so they'd open it up and you know your name and, and contact info would be inside the cookie jar. It is probably the biggest conversation starter that I've ever seen for um, doing projects. Now, you can't do it for a service call or something you know, little like that, but you can for projects, you can for installs of equipment and things that are you know, 10,000, 5,000, 10,000 and above. And people love those things. Okay. 
So think about that and think about doing little gifts and little thank you things from there. Um, Another thing, if it does get slow, you might want to give a technician or a field employee the afternoon off with pay. This doesn't happen all the time and it won't happen in February, all right? But it might be their holiday gift to them. We're giving you the afternoon off. It's slower and we're going to pay you through the end of the day. Don't do it all the time. But if you did it once during a slower season, hmm, they would remember that, right? You know, think about it. If there's really not a service call or really not a job to do, um, there isn't really any lost opportunity costs to include with the technician's pay and benefits. His family will appreciate it. He'll appreciate it. All right. I also need to tell you a story about a company I started working with the weekend or the the Tuesday, the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. They had never had a maintenance program, so they didn't know what was to be expected, good, bad, or indifferent. All right. So I said to them, remember, this is the week before Thanksgiving, said by the end of December, you need to enroll I think it was 25 or 50 maintenance agreements. And granted, you know, the rest of us think, oh my gosh, this is a slower time. They didn't know any better. And they went and enrolled 50 new maintenance agreement customers. So you never know what's in people's heads. Um, Some of them might give them as holiday presents to the person who has everything. It'd be a different holiday present. I'm not saying they're going to, but, you know, start thinking creatively out of the box with specific things that can happen to uh, help the customer at this time of year, um, provide gifts for the person who is a handyman or something along those lines, and do things that the customers as well as your field employees can get behind. And there's some crazy contests that have happened in December too. Um, Maximizing service calls, maximizing leads, And again, if everybody has it in his mind that it's going to be slower, guess what? It's going to be slower. I had um, a service manager I talked to actually still was doing maintenance agreements the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I said, how do you do that? He goes, I have very persistent people who are on the telephone. And so, yes, it's harder to schedule them. But yes, we do get them scheduled. So it really is a situation what is in your head can actually influence what actually happens. One of my favorite gifts is to send calendars to clients. And this is with one of the best ones, and you can't start it now, you'd have to do it for holiday season of 2024, is to have kids actually create whatever theme it is of the year. And you have a panel that judges which 12 are getting into the the calendar for 2024. And that becomes the calendar. And of course, you have coupons for you um, on the bottom page of the calendar too. So those are the type of things that you can do to get ready for the holiday season. Anyway, holidays are upon us. Look at them as something that's joyful rather than something that's stressful. And it will become more joyful than it is more stressful. Thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you liked today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. 
For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.